Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun, and I'm glad you're here with me this morning. Uh, welcome to your day, Monday, April 5th, and uh, wow, we are in April. Uh, for you folks who haven't gotten your tax done yet, we've got 10 days, 10 days to get those taxes done, so it uh, uh, starts the countdown here. Uh, happy uh, belated Easter to all of you. I hope that you've had a... Uh, a day where you're able to, to spend time with some family or time with people that you care about. I know for me, my wife Lynn and I, we spent our day together and um, get to visit her mother for a little bit. And, uh, you know, we live in one of those households that's uh, not so unlike many others out there uh, where that we've got to split time with our, our children, with uh, their other half of the uh, families. Uh, so I was didn't have my son Bailey with me yesterday because it's his time to have that with his mom. But we'll uh, we're gonna try and uh, work something out with this week. We actually have a celebration where we get all our boys together and and uh, and still get to celebrate Easter. So for you, I hope it was good. And I hope your spring is starting out. Um, I hope that your spring is starting out in a way you know we talked about last week where. Um, where there's still some momentum going for you, that whatever you had come into the new year with, that there's still this sense, this feeling that this is, you know, going to be the year, that this is going to be some great things happening, that even as there are things happening, that they're starting to build some momentum for you, that the goals that you set up for yourself are goals that you're still engaged with, still very much attached to, uh, still very much see yourself accomplishing the things that you want to go accomplish this year. And um, that's, you know, part of what I'm here for in, in that I want to see you get those. I want to see you get to those places um, that you really want to get to this year, that you have the kind of successes that you want to be able to have. I know for me, i got to tell you, there hasn't a thing that has uh, slowed down a bit. It has been, um, been full on and, and the, the, the uh, as I'm stuttering here this morning, the byproduct of, my putting the energy out, the byproduct of my showing up, the byproduct of me believing in everything that I'm doing is that I have generated some incredible business already this year, and I don't see it slowing down. And you know what? It's, it's really on me. And I believe for most of us that it really is. It's our attitude. It's our belief in ourselves, the belief in our business not buying into the stories around the economy or stories around lack that there's not enough of, and really, I mean truly, truly believing that there's going to be some successes this year. And one thing that I have found is that, you know, I, I said it briefly, but I want to say it again, showing up. Showing up is, is so much of the game. The reality is if we keep showing up, if we keep believing, it's going to happen. It's just plain going to happen. When we show up, um, you know, we get the gig. When we show up, we're the ones that people remember. When we show up, uh, we're the ones that 
when someone's looking to refer to someone, they're going to remember that person that shows up all the time. It's just plain going to happen. It is. So um, as I promised this week, we're, we're starting at 6 a.m. for those of you that joined us live, and I hope you did bounce out of bed an hour um, early. Uh, you should have got all kinds of little warnings that said, you know, I gave the alert since when the show would start again. So we're we're officially beginning 6 a.m. on Monday morning, Pacific Coast time, 9 a.m. for you folks on the East Coast, and and uh, the times accordingly uh, throughout the U.S. And um, this morning, um, and before we get on, no, no, we'll just start with this. But this morning, I want to talk about what it is that you do where you get the most out of people or get the best out of people. You know, as a leader, and if you're in an official leadership role in your organization, you know, one of your responsibilities or one of your missions, you know, as far as um, what you're there to do to serve your people, yes, there is an overall mission of the organization, maybe your department, of your company personally, if it's your own business. And one of the things that you're also got to be, have to be fully committed to and that is getting the best out of our people, getting the absolute best. And there's so much to that. You know, recently I've gotten a, um, a, a job with a company where they've asked me to come in and deliver uh, different types of training or different tiers of leadership training to the personnel, uh, leadership management training, supervisory training. And they've got the frontline people, uh, those that are relatively new and and there's another group where they are they're fairly seasoned managers and they're looking to really up their game. And, and then there's a, the executive level. And we're going we're gonna to do developing programs and, and some type of um, coaching program for, for those folks. But one of the things that, that uh, right off the bat I was letting know is that we're going to have a we, – we think we're going to have a little bit of a problem with our, our top person. Our top person's belief is that uh, their way of leadership or their way of being the leader of the organization is really not to be part of the personnel. Their belief is they don't they don't belong on the floor. We're talking about a manufacturing company, and their belief is that they're really to keep themselves separated. That's how they maintain, if you will, their power. And uh, I was really struck by that because my experience in working with people and in, in and working in leadership roles and working also with executive leadership and helping them to make that great connection with their personnel. And the reality is people want to to be engaged with their leadership. People want to see their leadership. People want to know that that, uh, they are around, that they're seeing what they're doing, that that they, they, they want to see them humanized. And I don't mean coming down to their level but to see that there is, there is a, a human being in there. And this idea of keeping terrific separation or what I call ivory tower leadership is really not the way to inspire and motivate and, and get people to really want to do their best. And, and there's this idea out there, and, and you know, most people I encounter when they talk about their company, um, and I say most, and um, God, I wish it was the other way around, but most don't know much about their leadership. Most uh, have a sense that, that uh, they're, especially the executive uh, leadership, that it is that it is fairly unapproachable and unattainable, and and um, 
and something that's not part of them. It's something that's very, very separate from them. And my belief in, is uh, you take a look at your own roles out there, that there's certain things that our people are wanting uh, from us as leaders. Um, and so let's just take a look at, at you know, some of your leadership roles out there. Some of your roles out there as a leader is obviously to get things done. And, and there's very few businesses out there that the bottom line isn't making money. There's no doubt about it. But part of the mission or the, or the, the overall purpose of your organization there may be in serving customers. It may be providing a particular image. There's a service, a product, something out there that you're delivering. So no doubt about it, that is that has got to be paid attention to. And your organization being that it's made up of personnel, made up of people. Now, maybe you don't have a large team. Maybe you just got a few people. It does not matter. Or you do have a large team. The reality is our role as a leader in, a lead, in any kind of leadership role we could be a frontline supervisor and responsible for three people on our team. That's okay. Those three people are looking to us to help them, guide them, get the best out of what we can from them. Not for ourselves. We're going to get that. That will be a byproduct, but for themselves. So they can feel accomplished. They can feel good about what they're doing so they can even want to do more and step their game up even farther. Our role is to get to know who our people are so we can get the best out of them. And in order for us to be able to do that, what we've also got to do in getting to know who our people are is to find out what they're capable of, find out what their capacity for, for doing that, um, that greater level of work is. Now, one of the things I do when I talk to companies, or, or when I go in and talk to, let's say I do public presentations, one of the things I'll always ask, is for you people out there, you aspiring leaders, how many of you had a leader in your life that made all the difference? And I'll get hands up there, and we'll talk a little bit about that, and they'll talk about how it was a leader that paid attention. It was a leader that got to know who they were. It was a leader that provided the path for them and encouraged them and, and never really let up on them that made the difference. And that's what we're really seeking to do. We're seeking to be that kind of leader for these people, that they do remember that we do make a difference in their lives. And not for ourselves to stroke ego, but that other people benefited from their experience of us being their leader, whatever that experience was. So our responsibility is to get to know our people, find out who they are, so we can make sure that what we're doing is we're feeding them what they need to be able to get to that next level, whatever that is. If it's us needing to be able to help them to develop some of the more basic skills, and we've got to be able to recognize that maybe they're lacking in some of those. We've got a responsibility then to either get them some mentorship or some guidance, some additional training, whatever that is, that is in alignment with what they're truly needing. And the reality is our people out there are wanting something from us as leaders. They are looking to us. You know, I deliver a class for young leaders. That's what it's called, for young leaders. And one of the things we talk about is we weren't all brought on the planet to be leaders. Some of us were. And the rest are followers looking for great leaders to help us to get to those big places. I know when I was certainly making my way in the world when I had jobs as a, as a young man, and I was a boy in school, honestly, I had jobs. 
But then as I went into the military, I was really looking for someone that was going to make a difference. Now, I also, as a part of me, knew that I had something in me that was destined to to be a leader for others. And, and as I was making my way, I was looking for mentors. I was looking for people that were doing it in a good way. And to be honest with you, I had a hard time finding that. Didn't mean there weren't good people out there, but what was really lacking out there was good, strong leadership. Leadership where people that were truly about the people they were leading and not about themselves. And unfortunately, that is the common common, common path to leadership now. And most leaders out there are so much about what they're getting for themselves, getting people to move so they can benefit rather than seeing if they can't get the best of people. And the reality is people out there are looking to leadership for that, for guidance, for mentorship. Um, I'm putting together a, a mentorship program for one of the um, Navy bases here. And one of the things they're looking for is to, uh, there's some, there are men and women that are in mentorship roles and they want to understand their roles even better so they can be the most effective, the most powerful mentors for these young people coming up. And I think that is such an incredibly progressive stance to take, realizing that, you know, I am skilled at what I do, I definitely am a leader, and I want to be as effective as I possibly can in developing my personnel that are coming up. And I love it when a company or organization takes that on. And the reality also is this. Is those of you that are listening to this, some of you may be saying, you know, well, I'm not in a leadership role, and I don't have personnel that report directly to me. And I also believe that we can still take on that responsibility of being um, someone who truly can get the best out of people around us. It does not have to be that we're in a position of authority to actually get the best out of people. Now, oftentimes that really does help, and, and it doesn't even have to be at work. If you take a look at your own world, um, for those of you that are parents, we're in a position with our children where we have this opportunity to get the best out of them. And, and by means, and I, I want you to hear this in such the, the, the way that I mean this, and that does not mean to use them and get out of them for ourselves, but truly the best out of them for themselves. I was talking with a colleague of mine who is considering having a son be a part of the, the, the Four Young Leaders program I was referenced earlier. And one of the things we talked about, and, and he was trying to figure out a way, is like, how do I present this to him so that this is something he wants to do. And I said, one of the things that you can help him to do is realize, uh, help him to understand how, if he can develop his own personal leadership, how much better he'll feel about himself when he follows through with tasks, when he makes a decision and follows through with it, or he demonstrates some leadership characteristic that helps him to feel really good about himself. And I, and I remember talking with him, that was like the thing that, he, that really struck him. It's like, that's what I want. I want him to feel really good about himself and what he does. And, and that's really it when we're, when we're leading our people. And, and well, let me just back up a little bit. So with our children, right? So we're, we're in a, a leadership role with them. So when we're talking about getting the best out of them, again, it's not the best out of them so that we can gain benefit. It's so they can feel really good about themselves. 
So let's take it. Let's let's go back to what I was talking about before. If you're not necessarily a person in in a leadership role, there are certain things that we can do, and not unlike with leadership, where we can make the difference. Um, one of the things that people do not hear enough of is how well they're doing. Um, oftentimes, people are working and doing what they do just enough to not get yelled at or not get disciplined in any way. And I'm like take a break here and take a uh, drink of water here. Give me a moment. Oh, I don't have a pause button, so I have to get that in there. We uh, People don't hear enough that, that uh, they're doing a great job out there. And it's so important that when we are, when we're with people, that they hear on a very regular basis that they're, they're doing a great job out there. Um, people don't hear that enough. People do not get near enough praise. They're quick to get jumped on, but they don't hear near enough that they're, they're not doing a great job. So we can, in a non-leadership role, we can most definitely be someone who acknowledges our people out there, looks for opportunities to recognize a job well done. And one of the things that I talk about when I talk about praising people and getting the best out of them in that way, the reason we praise people now, there's a byproduct that is they're going to feel better about themselves. It's going to raise their esteem, and, and they're going to feel more confident about what they're doing. But what we're looking to do is have a repeat performance of what they're doing. We're, we're there to reinforce the behavior. We don't need to be in a leadership role to be able to do that. We can do that with one of our peers, one of our fellow supervisors, or one of our fellow floor workers, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be in a position of leadership. When we recognize someone does something well, we can acknowledge that, and oftentimes it makes the difference. I had an experience just yesterday. I was up in Los Angeles, and by the way, as a bit of an aside, I was up in Los Angeles with my wife, and we were there the night before. We were there to go see a performance by a man named Daniel Beatty, and he was uh, performing at a theater up in Los Angeles, a show called Through the Night. And uh, I would encourage you to look up Daniel Beatty, B-E-A-T-Y. He's on Facebook. He is performing something out there that is something we all need to see and, and experience. I cannot tell you how moved I was and, and um, by his performance, and, and he's, he's got something. He's got an incredible message out there, and I invite you to look him up and, and see what his work is about. So it's Daniel Beatty. Look him up on Facebook and and uh, he'll even share his calendar with you and let you know where he's, where he's uh, touring and, and doing his shows. I know right now he's traveling back and forth between Los Angeles and New York, and um, if you get an opportunity to see him or, or experience his work, um, please get on, go there and, and follow him and, and uh, um, you know, join his fan page, all that stuff. But uh, he's worthy of, of being promoted. I'm, I'm so impressed with him. So that was an aside. So yesterday morning, I go down for a run. I was at the hotel, wanted to get a run in before we hit the road and, and uh, get on with our day. And I'm on the treadmill, and I'm, and I'm down there. With, there was a man already down there. And like happens in our world when men encounter other men, there's, um, sometimes there's, there's not a lot of dialogue going on. We looked at each other, we acknowledged each other, kind of gave each other the nod, and, and uh, that was about it, right? And, and so we, we, we get out with our, our workout routine, and, and I'm, I get on the treadmill. I already know that I'm going to go there and, and 
um, do my 6.2 miles. I'm getting ready for a 10K. So that's what I was there to do. And uh, and he's over there doing his thing. And, and what I could tell throughout his workout, and, and me, I, I got myself a pace, and I really kind of went and did it, and, and I was I was going away. And I was watching, not watching him, but I couldn't help but see him because we're side by side. And um, and for him, he was, he I could tell he was struggling. He'd get going for a while, and he'd walk. And I and every once in a while, I could kind of see his face because there was a mirror right there, and, he's, and I could tell he was struggling and, and really trying to get his workout in. And, and as he's going along, he's, he's just but he's sticking with it. I mean, I guess that was a big thing that I was really struck by. He's really sticking with it. And, and um, so he, just, he keeps going, and he'll go for, for, I don't know how long, 5, 10, 15 minutes, and he'll take a break again and use some water and get back on there. And uh, one thing I was impressed by is he just he kept going. He kept getting back on there and and um, 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 persevered. And he was going to get his workout in no matter what. And and I was and so I wasn't watching, but again I couldn't help but pay attention to that. And afterwards, and I, there was a part of me that that wanted to acknowledge him. Now I didn't know this man, and he didn't know me, and it was none of my damn business. And and yet this is part of me that wanted to say something to him, and it was that part of me that wanted him to walk out of there feeling good about himself, because I know when I've struggled. I know when I've tried to, especially when I was first working out or getting back from an injury or, or my biorhythms are just low, and I just had a, a workout where I felt like I didn't feel like I got shit down here, right? So, so I wanted him to feel good about himself, and again, I, it wasn't in my damn business, and yet there was this opportunity. So he's, he's wrapping up and he's and he's you know he's getting himself all ready to walk out of the gym. Right before he leaves, I pull my earphones out and I said, "Great workout." And he looks at me and he kind of smiled and he shrugged his shoulders and says, "No, no, no." I said, "What you did here was what most people are not willing to do." I said, "Great workout." And he looked at me and he started to laugh and he says, "Man, did I need to hear that? Thanks." And he walked on out. And, and I'll be honest with you, when he walked out, I, I felt a bit moved. I was, I was like, cool. I touched someone in a way that they felt better about themselves than, than they appeared to otherwise. And not that I'm any big deal. I'm not doing nothing that any of us isn't capable of doing. What I did, though, in that moment was I took a chance. The guy could have told me to kiss my ass none of my business, right? But what I took a chance in that moment and said something that I believed would be useful for him and helping him feel better about himself and in some way bring out the best in him. And that's what I was really seeking to do. And my fantasy is that it made a difference in his day. Somehow it made a difference in how he saw himself. It'll make a difference when he gets back in the gym the next time and no matter what he's doing there, that he is doing something that other people are not willing to do, which is the truth. You know, living here in Southern California, we all think everybody's healthy and everybody's running and exercising. And yeah, I see it out there. There's still a small number. Most people are sedentary. Most people are not doing it. Most people is, is, are, are overweight. Most people's health is diminishing because they're not taking care of themselves. And by the way, if I'm zinging you and I'm, I'm hitting you, I'm, I'm not intended to cause you pain. But if it's something you need to hear, maybe it's something you need to hear. So... Again, it's not that I'm a big deal, but what I did in the moment was I, I, I took a chance. I took a chance and said something to him. 
And again, it may not have landed, but this particular day it did. It made a difference. And what I want us all to do as we're going about in our world is looking for ways that we can bring the best out in people, looking for ways that we can acknowledge and recognize what they're doing. It's, a, it's hard out there. No matter what anybody's doing out there, it's hard. It's, it's difficult at work. It's difficult in life. Is there something, if there is something we can do, that when we're in a position of power, we've got more influence, we can make a bigger deal. We most definitely can. So by recognizing and acknowledging people and looking for opportunities to let them know they're doing a great job, that we appreciate what they're doing, that, that what they've done is worthwhile and worthy of accomplishment, and we need to be able to do that. Even if, it's, even if we're not in positions of power, we can do that. We can do things and we can say things and we can model for others ways that they want to go to do better for themselves. Um, recently with our class of four young leaders, one of the girls in, in, in our graduating class when she was finishing up, she talked about how she's a silent leader, how she's someone that goes about her world doing the right thing. And others take note of that. And she gave some simple examples of when, you know, she comes in for a meeting when everybody else is talking, what she does is takes her seat and sits there quietly and starts paying attention to the mediator or the leader of the meeting. And others will start to watch her and follow suit. And she, she's one of those people that people want to be like, that she models doing the right thing. And she brings the best out, the good out in others by simply how she models. So the invitation for this week as you're leading your life big, and that is to take a look for and see where you have opportunity to draw out the best in others, to be a model for others, to make note of what others are doing so they do want to do better for themselves, to pay attention for how you can be of great influence to others, whether it's in your parenting, whether it's the people that you work with, even if it's the, the little Starbucks shop or the, the other mom-and-pop coffee place you visit in the morning to get your cup of coffee and you recognize someone doing something well. And I've certainly done that in my world, too, when I've seen someone deliver some great guest service or get out there and clean a table off real quick or, or respond to a customer in a certain way, and, and I'll even make some kind of comment to them saying, hey, that was a good form, man. I, I like that. That was, that, was, that. that was impressive, right? And, and to see people feel like take that in and go, wow, now someone noticed, and that feels good. So you have the power, you have the ability to recognize people doing things well out there. So exercise that. Take advantage. Be someone that can influence someone and maybe make their day. And who knows who else they influence and who, what that ripple effect is on who they may encounter because of their experience of you. So regardless of what your position is, do not doubt that you cannot have, that you, that you can have positive, lasting impact on someone else that helps draw out the best in another person, all right? So take advantage of that. Be that person that can do that. I'm glad you joined this morning. I'm glad that you got to be a, uh, a part of this morning. Um, for those of you that, that came on live, I appreciate you being a part of this for yourself, that you, that you gave your Monday morning dose of, of getting out there and, and uh, being able to be more effective in your life and in your business. Those of you that join me online, part of the chat, I appreciate you being there. 
And what I invite you to do is, is make comments on the show. Um, I invite you to, to share with me what you like about what you're hearing, uh, what you want to hear more of. Uh, if there's certain guests or certain types of guests you want me to bring on board or you, you, you like that you know, I'm, I'm carrying this, uh, please let me know about that. Right? You, can, you can go to the, the Blog Talk Radio, the place where they'll make comments on the show and, and what your experience of this is, of leading life large. Um, I'd love to hear back from you. So um, your, your mission or your, uh, your piece this week is to get on out there and uh, make sure to look for opportunities to make a difference in someone's life and bring out the best in them. Thanks very much for joining me. I'm glad you joined for this week and for weeks beyond. I hope that what you're doing is taking some of the things that I'm giving you and actually doing something with it not just walking away going, wow, that was cool, but actually taking some action out there and making a difference, not only in your lives, but the lives of others. As I mentioned before, and I'm going to say every week, I'm, it's my intention to have an extraordinary year. I'm not going to let anything stop me to go out there and get what I'm after this year. If you want for that for yourself, I invite you to join me. Grab my coattails, and we'll have a successful year this year. I want to continue to provide you every week with with pieces that you can continue to be successful, build on your personal life, your business life, so you can get everything you want out there. I want you to lead life large. Get unreasonable this week. Go for it. Make sure that what you're doing is always looking to um, not give up on what you want this year, what you want for yourself, what you want for others. Dare to be unreasonable. Dare to live your life extraordinarily. Live your life large. Tomorrow's not promised, so let's make it happen today. Have a great, great week. I will join you next week. Bye-bye now.